ever feel like you're holding your breath, maybe waiting for the sun to rise and the warmth to set in so you can start living almost like the world is on pause and you have yet to start your life? I spent a lot of time dreaming and waiting and desperately craving change. I so badly wanted to be somewhere else doing anything else, wanting my life to start. But then I got a little older and I realized that life is happening and time does not stop. Waiting and dreaming and hoping is a choice. Deciding and going and doing is also a choice. I was desperate for a change and for a challenge and to live this life and I needed it at once. And so I made a decision. And it's funny because with that decision came so many more that led to immense change and experiences I never could have dreamed of or hoped for. I believe I am very lucky because I have always thrived off change. Others are afraid of it and that's okay, but embracing the change is what creates hope and momentum and opportunity and excitement. Embracing change is the essence of living life. Embracing the sun rising and the tide shifting and the months changing and the seasons changing and the people coming and the people going. Change is simply how we know that the world is not paused and we are truly living. So. Hey guys, welcome to the Becca Blue Rose podcast. Yes, I did change it to Becca Blue Rose, so you can find it on Instagram at Becca Blue Rose, all one word. For those of you who do not know me, I'm a writer, reader, outdoor enthusiast, and sustainable health and wellness advocate. I am currently living and working at a hostel in Switzerland for the summer. Who knows? I might stay longer. Um, I really don't have a plan right now. I'm doing some freelance writing on the side and just doing my podcast and doing things that I love and trying to experience as much as I possibly can. So this podcast is recorded anywhere and everywhere with anyone that I meet. So if you know anyone or even you want to be interviewed on this podcast and you have a story that you would like to share, I would love to chat with you. So definitely don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. Also, feel free to let me know if there's any subject you would like me to talk about. Um, mostly this this podcast will be fun chats with friends, hike chats, talks about life and balance and more, and just me as I go through these travels and experiences in the next few months of my life. So let's get to it. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the Becca Blue Rose podcast. Today I am chilling by a waterfall in the sun. It has been insanely sunny here in Gimmelwald and I've just been doing my best to get outside and go hiking. Um, the other day I did a like 11 mile hike. It was like six, seven hours total and I was dead. And then the next day I did like a run that turned into definitely a walk because I was so sore and so tired. And I think like the last three weeks I've been here, I have not taken a day off at all. I've been doing like countless sunrise hikes and uh, hikes in the rain, just literally so many hikes, so, so many runs, yoga, Pilates, just anything you can name. I've been doing it. I swam like across the lake the other day, which was super hard. Um, but yeah, I've been super active. So today is kind of like my first chill day where I've just kind of been taking the sun, 
reading, writing, journaling, um, breathing. I've been coming to the waterfall and like sitting in cold water for right now. I'm at like five minutes. I sometimes one time I think I sat for 10, but that's because the sun was out, but it's not very warm at the moment. So I say like when it's not warm, I can sit for like five minutes and then when it's hot, maybe 10. Um, but it's really nice for deep breathing and just muscle recovery. So usually after my run or my hike, I'll try to come here and it's just really peaceful and you can hear the sounds of the waterfalls and it's really nice to, to just sit here in peace and look at nature and kind of be alone. Um, I've really been enjoying my alone time a little bit lately. I, I think I've said this before that when I came to work at the hostel, I definitely thought that I was going to be around people too much. Um, and yes, I'm definitely around people a lot more. And I think after I leave the hostel, that'll definitely be a change because I live, like I share a room with four other girls and I'm in the hostel constantly talking to people all the time. But I definitely thought maybe I would hang out with people a lot more. But And I mean, I do, but I also have been trying to be really good about um, getting my alone time. And so I guess today I kind of wanted to talk about doing things solo and also expectations because um I don't know I I came here and in the U.S. I feel like hiking alone is not I mean it's common but if you're a female I mean even a male hiking alone in the U.S. has not become one of the most safe things that you could do um you know my dad sends me articles all the time about oh, this female went missing in Yosemite or went missing in this national park and, you know, she was hiking by herself and, or, you know, this couple was in their camper van and they went missing. And uh, so just a lot of those stories, I feel like I've been told these days. And so when I was in the U.S., I think I'm, I was very hesitant to go into nature by myself, even trail running when I'm, you know, moving fast. I, I don't think I've ever really felt super comfortable and I've always had like either a knife or like pepper spray on me or something because I don't know, you just never know what's going to happen. Um, but here I went on my first solo hike here, um, like a week after I got here. And at first I was like really uncomfortable about it, but so many women come to this hostel and hike by themselves all the time. And these trails are pretty popular. And, you know, everyone I talked to was like, no, these trails are super safe. And I mean, that being said, take it with a grain of salt. Anything can happen no matter where you go. And hiking alone maybe isn't the best idea simply because of injury and stuff, like if I were to fall. But um, I think that I, like I went on the solo hike and I at first was, yeah, super like nervous and uncomfortable and then I got going and I was like, this is like really not bad. It's super nice. I'm just in my own head. I get to like run with my thoughts and just listen to nature, listen to the birds, listen to the um, rivers. And I ran into a few older women. I ran into a couple from Australia. And so it was just super nice. And, you know, I got to do it on my own terms. And I think that's the thing about doing things by yourself is that you get to do them on your own terms. So I left mid afternoon and I brought my yoga mat and I brought like a little picnic 
And so I got to the top and I chilled for a while. And then I did an hour of yoga and Pilates on top of a mountain, which was phenomenal. I'm like really into yoga and Pilates these days, especially since I don't have access to a gym. So I've really been trying to utilize my body. You know, when I was living in Madrid, I would, I was, I mean, I still kind of am training for a marathon, but I was like really training. And so I was in the gym like four times a week doing weights. And then I was doing yoga five times a week. And then I was running five times a week. Um, and so, or not five, maybe like four times a week. Um, and so I was super active all the time and like always in the gym. And that was kind of a big change for me coming here because I don't have access to a gym. And when I say that, I mean like there's a gym in the town above me, but it's like 140 francs a month to go to this gym. And I was like, you know what, for this summer, nature is going to be my gym because I don't want to pay that much for a gym membership. Um, so I've really been trying to get more into climbing. I've been doing a lot more yoga and I've been just trying to utilize my body a lot more and be outside and enjoy nature. And so I brought my yoga mat with me and I brought the little like Pilates bands and I did like a really killer workout in the mountains. And I think there's something to be said about doing your workouts in that kind of environment or in an environment that feels good. Because I think even if I had access to a gym right now, I definitely wouldn't want to be going to the gym because I like have nature as my backyard. So I go swimming in the lake. I go swimming in the waterfall. I go hiking. I go trail running. I go climbing. I do Pilates on a yoga mat on the mountain. And that all is way more fun for me than going to a gym and just lifting weights. And, um, but I guess all of that being said, I did yoga on a mountain and it was so nice because you know, I was by myself. I wasn't rushed. I didn't have anyone being like, Oh, I need to go back or I need to do something. And I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was holding anyone back. And I just, I was up there alone. Like at this point, everyone else had went down and it was like 6 PM and I did yoga. And then I had a little picnic and then I walked down very slowly by myself and I got home around eight and it was just a really peaceful experience. And it really made me appreciate the fact that I have really learned to enjoy being alone and like taking myself on dates and doing things with myself. And so like, even now at the waterfall, just like, I don't know, I don't really ask people to go with me sometimes because I just, yeah, I want to be by myself. And so this is a spot that I went with the volunteer, like all of the other volunteers and we've come multiple times, but this time I was like, yeah, I really just don't want to go with anyone. And I really want to be by myself. And I, again, like I think in the U.S., being in nature sometimes alone honestly really unsettled me, and I, and I think it's because of everything that goes on. And I, I guess maybe too, I just don't read the news as much anymore. Like I'm not on my phone as much, so maybe it's just a, the fact that I'm not as informed these days. But I don't know about anyone else, but reading the news sometimes is tough these days. There's just like so many bad things happening and sometimes I just feel like I need to live my life without being afraid of things and if I were to read the news every day about the next person that went missing in the mountains like I probably would never go hiking again so yeah I think ignorance is bliss as they say I guess but maybe not too much ignorance
Um, but all of this being said, I kind of just, I challenge you to go do things that make you uncomfortable and that make you get out of your comfort zone and do them by yourself. You know, I think we can always ask people to come with us. Maybe we always have someone that wants to come with us, but there's a really beautiful aspect of, um, just doing things by yourself and letting yourself be uncomfortable and doing things slowly. And yeah, I don't know. I, I think I have really come to enjoy being by myself and that's something I definitely used to fear. And so if you can go out and do things that challenge you and make you less afraid and make you feel confident, I, I think hundred percent go find the thing that you love to do and do it by yourself go try new things by yourself you know my friend the other day was saying that she feels like she always does the stuff like her her activities with two of her friends and I'm like I don't know go join a new club go do something else by yourself that makes you talk to new people being at the hostel has definitely put me out of my comfort zone into literally talking to anyone I I mean I've always been an extrovert but like an introverted extrovert where like if other people around me are extroverted, I will be extroverted. If other people around me are introverted, I will be introverted. I very much adapt to the energy in the room. And so if people are extroverted, I'm like, hell yeah, I'll talk to anyone. I'll say anything to anyone. I mean, not anything, but like, I mean, in terms of starting up a conversation. And I think that's like a really beautiful thing to just be able to talk to people and enjoy that. And I don't know doing things by yourself is scary. Change is scary. Everything is kind of scary, but I've kind of been noticing lately. So another like point that I kind of wanted to touch on is expectations. And I feel like lately I've been noticing is that like, I'm not necessarily a super fearful person and I pretty much go after what I want and I like make a decision and I stick to it. And I, yeah, I don't turn away. Like I decided I was going to run a marathon and I just like, once you decide to do something, like I just do it. So if you're someone that like, I, I don't know, try just like making a hardcore decision and identifying with that decision instead of being like, I'm going to train for a marathon, say I am training for a marathon. And I don't know, once you well, at least for me, once I do those things, once I identify as that thing, like the decision is made and I don't, I don't stop doing it until it's done. And I think lately I've been kind of pulling back a bit based on other people's expectations of me. And I think that's mostly stems from just like letting other people's fear yeah, get placed on me. Like I'm not generally a fearful person. I don't generally shy away from things that are hard and I don't, I love change. I thrive off of it. I'm really lucky in that way. And I, I don't know. I think, I've allowed other people, specifically maybe like my close friends and family, to tell me that, you know, like don't go hiking by yourself, it's not safe, or you're at a waterfall alone, like text me when you're back, or you're, um, you're like moving to Switzerland and you don't have a plan, and I'm like, yep, pretty much, and they're like, oh, like maybe you should come up with a plan, or maybe you should think about this or maybe you should come home and I like I don't know like I personally have I don't think in my own mind I would come up with these things 
but it's other people placing them on me. And I think I've been noticing the more time I kind of spend by myself and the more time I spend away from my phone and um, just not talking to people as much. Like, I'm not saying I'm a hermit. Like, I definitely interact with people on a daily basis and love talking to people. But I guess in terms of, like, my phone and interacting with um, a lot of the people I normally interact with, people that maybe are afraid of change and are afraid for me. And I know it comes from a good place. Um, like, I truly do. And I know that I'm really lucky to have people that care about me. But I think there's a difference between okay, I'm going to listen to your opinion and I'm going to let you tell me how you feel, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I need to agree with what you're saying, nor do I have to act on anything that you're saying because I don't owe you anything. And that's a hard realization, being like, I don't owe anyone anything and I can simply do what I want. And I mean, I'm still a very giving person and genuine and I love to be kind and I love kind people and that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in terms of my life and my life decisions, I don't have to answer to anyone. And like, yes, my parents have helped me out a ton and I owe them a lot in terms of just like to be grateful and thankful. But I also think that I have to do what is best for me and I can't allow their fear to be placed on me and to change my mind because sometimes like, my family's going to Hawaii in, like, two weeks, and they're like, oh, are you going to come? Like, are you coming with us? Like, maybe you should leave Switzerland. And granted, they're happy that I'm here, but sometimes, you know, I'm like, oh, like, it would be a lot easier for me to just pack up my things, go to Hawaii with them, move back home, you know, not pay for rent, go back to school. Like, that would be super easy, right? Like, I could easily do that. But honestly, that scares me, I think, more than staying here, trying to get freelance clients, working at a hostel, not really having a plan, not really knowing what's next, trying to maybe get a visa to stay longer. Like that seems hard. That That's a little bit harder. And I mean, not impossible. It's still like, those are two very phenomenal options. But I think like in my head, sometimes I'm like, maybe they're right. And like, maybe I'm crazy and maybe I shouldn't be doing these things. And maybe I should be more responsible and then I I don't know then I talk to people here and they're doing the same like the same kind of things and then they're like all oh, like being responsible like what does that even mean and you don't need to grow up and you don't have to answer to anyone and so having these conversations with people and then also just spending time with myself has really allowed me to understand that yeah I don't owe anyone anything and I get to choose what I want to do and it's like do I choose the easier path or do I choose the hard path and some days, like, I just want to cry and I want to choose the, the easy path. Trust me, like, that seems pretty, pretty ideal. Um, but I know deep down that, like, that would not make me happy. And my gut reaction is, like, no, that, like, that's not what I want at all. And I'd rather work really hard to get what I want and fulfill my dreams. And, yeah. So I guess all of this kind of came from just these moments in the mountains that I've been really trying to connect with nature and just, yeah, go swimming in fresh water and put my feet to the ground against the grass and the dirt and go hiking and take the sun and, I don't know, even thunderstorms and just like sitting outside and watching thunderstorms at night and just truly 
allowing myself to think because I was living in Madrid and living in Madrid is, it was great, but I have had like this last month that I've been here, I've been way happier and more content than I ever was in Madrid. And my soul is just like at peace. And I think that that says a lot that like one month did for me what a year couldn't do for me. And I just don't think when I was in Madrid, I had enough time to, I guess, think and to process my thoughts and to make decisions. And I would just like jump to things and I wouldn't spend so much time by myself. I had five roommates. So it was really hard to find genuine alone time because even when I was like dating myself and, you know, taking myself to picnics in the park or taking myself to dinner or going to bookstores and hanging out by myself, I was never alone because there's always people next to me at the park, always people around me walking in the city, always people in my apartment. Like I was lucky if I ever got like an hour alone at my apartment by myself because I had five roommates and that's just like impossible. And so here having like physical real alone time has been life changing for me. Just like having no noise no people talking, having just like the sounds of the waterfalls, the sounds of nature, and simply just like kind of like drowning out my mind for a minute and then allowing it to process and think. And just, I don't know. Yeah, being alone is such a beautiful thing. And I wish, I mean, I don't wish, like I think everyone goes through a, a, a phase where they're kind of afraid and uncomfortable to be by themselves. But once you learn, to enjoy your own company, like, man, it, like, life gets better and more beautiful, and you just realize that, like, I don't, I think, I was talking to my friend about this the other day, and there's, like, that quote or something that says that this, like, the saddest thing, or maybe not the saddest thing, but it's, like, no matter what, like, you're always going to be lonely because no one is going to understand and know you as well as you know yourself, and that's, like, really hard to realize that no matter how much you want to share your feelings and to share your thoughts and to tell someone how you feel and what you feel, they will simply never understand completely how much, like how you feel. Like you are the only one that lives your reality and your experience. And to some extent that is like the loneliest, saddest thing in the world. But I also think there's a certain beauty to it because yeah, like, this experience for me right now, like no one else is ever going to get to live this experience. I am my own unique human being in this world. And I don't know that that definitely comes with the good and the bad. And I think learning to be by yourself because of that is so important because without it, you're just, I think it feels even lonelier when you don't even understand yourself. And I mean, you're stuck with yourself for the rest of your life. So I think taking the time to get to know yourself truly and deeply and understand what you want and what you desire and the things that make you happy, the things that make you sad, the things that make you mad. I don't know, like what your like genuine favorite food is. Simple stuff like that. I think just getting to know yourself, like what, what food do you take hiking with you? Like if no one else is making food for you, like what is your go-to food? What is your go-to drink when no one else is ordering before you? What is your go-to place like do you like the rivers more do you like lakes do you like mountains do you like trees do you like biking you know like what are you doing when no one else is leading the situation and asking you what you're doing or 
how are you feeling? Like when you feel sad, like what do you need? What do you want? Not like what do you think I should do or just just things like that. Like really truly and deeply getting to know yourself and understanding who you are as a human being I think is one of the most important things you could ever do. And it definitely helps you with the loneliness, with doing things alone and with other people's expectations because you know what you want and you know who you are and you know what you value. And this last month has truly been life-changing for me. Like I feel so much better and so much more content and so much more just connected to the people around me and connected to nature. I have never met so many people that are so down to earth and so connected with the world and genuinely, when they ask you how you are, they give you a big hug and they're like, how are you? And it feels like family. It feels like home. And I don't feel like there are people I don't want to be around. You know, like I don't get, you know, like I, I, I really truly believe this, that vibes don't lie. And like, I, I have not met a person that I'm like, wow, you just make me uncomfortable and I don't want to be around you anymore. And I think that's also a beautiful thing to just exist in a space where everyone makes your soul feel feel happy and content um, so yeah those are kind of my thoughts for this week and this moment that I'm in but I do kind of want to leave you guys on a note I, I wrote this the other day in a moment when I feel like I was, I don't know, I, I feel like I was concerned with how much I like change. Like I thrive off of change and I always have. And I like to adapt to new places and talk to new people and learn new things. But sometimes it, I think it goes both ways. Like I feel very lucky, but then it also feels very hard because I feel like no matter what, I'm always going to want change. And I'm afraid that like it's too much change. But that being said, I wrote this and I want to read it to you um, because it was about change. And I just encourage you to go out and do things that challenge you, change you, um, scare you. And yeah, I think it just experiencing all of that really is beneficial in life. So I wrote, do you ever feel like you're holding your breath, maybe waiting for the sun to rise and the warmth to set in so you can start living? almost like the world is on pause and you have yet to start your life. I spent a lot of time dreaming and waiting and desperately craving change. I so badly wanted to be somewhere else doing anything else, wanting my life to start. But then I got a little older and I realized that life is happening and time does not stop. Waiting and dreaming and hoping is a choice. Deciding and going and doing is also a choice. I was desperate for a change and for a challenge and to live this life and I needed it at once. And so I made a decision. And it's funny because with that decision came so many more that led to immense change and experiences I never could have dreamed of or hoped for. I believe I am very lucky because I have always thrived off change. Others are afraid of it and that's okay. But embracing the change is what creates hope and momentum and opportunity and excitement. Embracing change is the essence of living life. Embracing the sun rising and the tide shifting and the months changing and the seasons changing and the people coming and the people going change is simply how we know that the world is not paused and we are truly living. So I wrote that and yeah, I, I don't, 
have much to say about it besides the fact that I sometimes feel like my life is on pause and that I'm holding my breath waiting for the right moment and the right time and the right person and waiting for someone to tell me what to do. And I guess this is just a reminder that you are your own person and no one is going to understand you the way you do. And no one is going to tell you what you, I mean, people will tell you what you should do, but you don't have to listen and you don't owe them anything. And I think that's my main point for, for this time. So I, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys are having such a good day and go out and Go into nature, connect with the earth, connect with the people around you, put your phone down, do things that scare you, date yourself, get to know yourself, journal, read, do anything that makes you feel connected and makes you feel like you are living in this moment and that your life is not on pause. Um, I'm going to go jump into this waterfall and sit for... 10 minutes and freeze. So I will talk to you guys later. Um, have a great week, a great start to your week. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. All right, guys, that's a wrap on this week's episode of the Becca Blue Rose podcast. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, definitely share it to your Instagram stories. Share it with a friend that you think might need to hear it and tell me what you liked. Also, feel free to DM me with anything that you would like me to talk about. Or if you are interested or know anyone else who's interested in being interviewed on the podcast, I'd love to have you and I'd love to hear your story. So I look forward to chatting with you guys and don't forget to subscribe. An episode is released every Sunday at 8 p.m. here in Europe and like 10, 11 a.m. back in the U.S. So talk to you guys later. Have a good day.